Welcome to The Reality Revolution. I'm your host, Brian Scott. Today, we are going to read a fabulous new channeling from Quo. This one really dedicates the entire channeling to love light and invoking love light for protection and service, whether or not this is natural or spiritual. There's a lot of little subtleties to the discussion of love and light when it comes to Quo and the Law of One. And every time they talk about it, I always learn something new about these subtle things. If you've never heard of Quo, check out my previous episodes. This is a group of higher density beings that are channeled through LL Research. We begin with the channeling delivered on July 21st, 2022. Today, we'd like to talk about the nature of light and love as a protector. Can you tell us how we can invoke light and love for protection and service and whether or not it is something that is natural to our spiritual development or if it's something that has to be consciously invoked? Jim Channeling I am Quo and am with this instrument at this time. We greet each of you in the love and in the light of the one infinite creator who made all that there is out of this love and light. We thank you for inviting us to your seeking circle this morning and for asking us a most deep and varied question concerning love and light. It's used as a protection for the seeker of truth, how it may be used in this manner, whether it is that which is natural to each incarnated entity, or which must be at some point learned as a process on your spiritual paths. Before we respond, we would as usual ask you to use your discrimination as you listen to our response to your query so that you may Make your own minds up concerning whether our words and thoughts are valuable to you at this time. If there are any that are not, please do set them aside. This will allow us to speak more clearly and with more depth in our response to your query. To begin, love and light are indeed the very basic elements of creation. The one infinite creator has provided the love of each logos to form the creation out of light so that your very nature is love and light. This is where you begin, where you continue, and where you shall end. The basic quality of love is that which sees all as the power of the Creator to make all that there is in the creation. There is no way that there could be any creation without love. This love then is able to produce the light that forms each particle of creation so that you, yourself, and all other selves in the creation are made of love vibrating as light to create what you see as the planets, the stars, the galaxies, and the various levels of intelligence residing therein. Thus the very nature of love and light is that of protection on the very basic level. For as you are made of all that is, there is no harm that can truly affect you as you exist within love and light. Love and light by its very nature has each entity embraced within the arms of love and light, cradled as a small child beginning the journey of eternity. This is your very being. Your very being is your protection. Now this is also true, though not well understood, within your third density illusion, for within this illusion you must operate within the veil of forgetting. Forgetting all that we have just said, needing therefore as you move through your incarnation one after another from time to time to begin to utilize these qualities of love and light for various purposes on your spiritual path. There are often times for the spiritual seeker those seeming difficulties of thoughts, words, and deeds of others 
who may seem to be a threat or a problem of one kind or another for the spiritual seeker, providing catalysts that may or may not be well understood and processed by the spiritual seeker. There may be difficulties that are provided by other selves that are incomprehensible in their origin, yet more obvious in their effort, so that it becomes apparent to the spiritual seeker of truth that there must be invoked some kind of protection from entities that threaten harm at one level or another of one's mind, body, or spirit complex. This oftentimes is necessary in order to provide a space within the mind, in the heart, to begin to perceive a means by which there may be the restoration of clear communication, harmony, and interaction with the other selves or situations in which the seeker feels distress. This is the type of journey that all travel within the third density illusion. There is also the protection that is provided by light, which shines its clarity upon any situation that may seem to threaten the seeker. Thus, the clarity of the light and the acceptance and power of the love provide a protection that is infinite, that is all-powerful, that resides within the heart of the seeker who may cause it to begin to grow as a seed within the heart, the mind, the body, and the spirit of any other entity or other self with which there is a perceived difficulty. Thus, love and light are your basic being, your protection, your inspiration, your journey, and your goal. At this time, we shall transfer this contact to the one known as Austin. Austin Channeling. We are Quo and we are now with this instrument. For the seeker within the third density upon the path of service to others and attempting to recall and rediscover this essential nature of the self and of all of creation as love and light, we suggest that a regular practice of questioning the self in terms of recalling this love and light in order to protect asking the self what it is that is being protected, to what end is it being protected, and what is it being protected from. These are not casual questions to ask the self, and we suggest that they are asked regularly as the context of each seeker's journey changes upon their path, and they find themselves within new circumstances with new perceptions and new understandings of the world around them. The details of these questions and their answers may change, one may be seeking to protect one's mind, one's body, one's relationships, one's comfort. One may be seeking to protect these things to continue upon their path or to invoke or manifest certain circumstances upon their path. One may be protecting these from what one perceives to be other entities or aspects of the self that bring disharmony or destabilization upon the path or simply the circumstances of your world that tend to bring difficulty and imbalance and distraction to the self. For the positive seeker, a common thread may be found within the answers to these questions, no matter what the circumstances, and that is that at the very deepest level underneath the details of these answers, one is seeking to protect their ability to walk the positive path of service to others. One is seeking to protect this from anything that may sway them from this path. We bring your attention to this underlying thread for it is ever important in remembering this intention, the reason for any of the details one may find within their circumstances within third density, and why they may be seeking protection in any of those circumstances, for the intention in seeking and invoking protection is an integral part of imbuing that protection so that it is effective and in alignment with one's path. We find a common method of 
invoking protection within your community of seekers in the third density to be that of visualization and the picturing in one's mind and some form the manifestation of love and light as a protector and the importance of intention in this context is to imbue this light that one conjures within the mind's eye with the essential love within the seeker's heart so that this exercise is not simply one of empty imagination but one filled with meaning and intention and solidified within the being of the seeker and not simply images for the sake of images within the mind. This intention that the seeker may continually touch upon and remember upon their path can help the seeker form certain habits and perceptions that make the innate protection of this love and this light a more commonplace aspect of the seeker's journey, so that the intentional invocation of this protection becomes both more powerful and less necessary on a regular basis. We may describe this regular touching upon the cornerstone of intention as a forming a habit of seeking love within every moment and within all perception to form this habit so that one more and more regularly seeks love in every moment. One may begin to find love more and more and see the face of love within all circumstances brought before the seeker. We search this instrument's mind and find the term habitus. The formation of the habit of love imbues the seeker with the habitus of love, a sort of innate lens or imbuement upon the seeker's perception that automatically paints the world with the colors of love so that the seeking of love becomes an automatic recognition of love. And when such recognition is available, protection also becomes automatically available. For the seeker begins to see the world and all circumstances, including those that one may feel the need to protect against for what they really are. And to see any influence upon the being as that of love removes any ability of that influence to sway the seeker from her path of seeking love. One may imagine the nature of light as being that of protective armor, yet we offer an alternative conceptualization of how light and love offer protection within the third density. One may liken the veiling of third density to the falling of nighttime upon the landscape, and darkness surrounding the seeker so that the path and the nature of one's environment is not readily apparent. In this environment, then, any disturbance, event, entity, or bump, large or small, upon the road becomes a great unknown, and the potential within the darkness for any unknown can seem quite daunting, and perhaps even negative or harmful. Yet with the light of love, one may carry a torch through the night and light the path ahead of them so that the true nature of what was once an unknown mystery of the darkness becomes apparent. And the seeker sees the environment about one is the creation of love and light, manifested by the Creator. As one reinforces their habit of love and builds the habitus of love, this torch becomes brighter and brighter until eventually, far along the path within this octave, it shines as bright as the sun, so that all of infinity is recognized to be love and light. At this time, we take leave of this instrument and we pass to the contact to the one known as Trish. We are Quo, Trish Channeling. We are those of Quo, and we are now with this instrument. Speaking through this instrument, we wish to provide a statement of gratitude for the message channeled through the previous two instruments, for they are messages that this instrument in particular feels is extremely helpful to her own journey and we wish to now attempt to deepen the contact with this instrument that we may continue in dialogue on this topic. As previously mentioned, the 
practice of visualization with intention can be a most potent vehicle by which an entity can utilize or find a passage towards the use of light, the protection of light and love. Through this instrument, we wish to build upon that thought and remind to all present that the love and light is inherent within as well. The light which is visualized with intention and the practice of seeing the creation through the eyes of love are elements, are fractions, and are manifestations of truth within the self and within the illusion. That is, each self is made up of the ingredients, if you will, of love and light. Hence, the visualization of this light, the, as you may say, invocation of this light, this protection for service or for self, is in a way the remembrance of the, for lack of better phrasing, reality of this illusion. It is the stripping of the ego and the identity of the self and of every other self and other thing and the focus upon the interconnectedness and unity, the single-focused, single-origin truth of all that exists. When the self is able to realign the soul and the heart in that fashion to remove the barriers and boundaries that the self creates within this density, then the light can be more easily accessed more easily remembered and more easily reflected outward, that reflection being a particularly powerful means of allowing the self to navigate the illusion and to discover that which the self needs. For as the instrument prior so eloquently stated, that reflection may act as a beacon, may act as a torch upon this walk, increasing the illumination of the truth, providing a brighter, a more sharp and clearer perspective or view of the true reality. The reality that exists outside of the illusion and within the illusion and abounding throughout the illusion. The incendiary, the fuel that assists this light is that love. For they are not simply just two faces to one coin or two aspects of a single thing, but rather they are everything and nothing at once. They build upon each other. They exist within each other. Without each other is beyond the ability for this particular instrument to perceive. Hence, the invocation of this light by means of remembering, by means of visualization and intention, by means of opening and more freely traversing that channel of the heart. The connection between all and self are all inherently intertwined and dependent upon the practice of love. Invocation of light is the invocation of love and vice versa. This light is ever-present, always within reach, never beyond our grasp. It barely takes the simple practice of asking for it, of sending love to it. Think, for example, upon your third density illusion, how the element which you call light is life-giving, is ever-present even in these times which you may call night, one is able to look into the dark sky and see hundreds, if not thousands, of pinpoints of light. Think upon the way that the flowers, the trees, the plant life reach towards the light and the loving life force the light gifts back, and how this is but a symbiotic, interconnected, interwoven relationship between aspects of this third density illusion. When you strip away the definition of plant, sun, star, or any other means of dividing this illusion, one may see at the core is love. Hence, we wish to close through this instrument in terms of her contact with us and pass it along to the next instrument with the final thought of the practice of thanksgiving. And the intentional focus upon love. With the loving eye, the self may more fully see the light, may more fully see the truth of the creation around it, 
and may more easily access the protected nature that is the open heart, the acceptance, and absolute love for the whole, for the all, for the creation and the creator. We appreciate this opportunity to exercise this instrument, and at this time we will transfer the contact to the one known as Kathy. We are those of Quo. Kathy Channeling. We are those of Quo. We are now with this instrument. We will continue this discussion of the invocation and the trust in the light and the love which is in and all creation and is present everywhere in each entity and each atom of creation which you call illusion around you. The light and the love are the very building blocks of creation. This we have said which you know. We will speak upon this topic from the perspective of awareness of the love and the light that is your being. That is your very environment in which you live and have your being. Awareness of the light and love, which are already within you and present, is done, as we have said, through invocation, intention, and acceptance. It may also be simply done in moments of contemplation and meditation in which the heart and mind are focused upon simply becoming aware of the presence of love and light. Beginning with becoming aware in those moments of meditation of one's very being, one's mind, body, spirit, complex, being made of love, constructed of light, thoughts being made of light, and just to meditate upon that. Letting such visualizations and understandings come to one in this awareness of self as love and light. This is a universal experience, but also a very individual one. We suggest it may be a helpful one in your journey as seekers to understand self and accept the self as created and made of these eternal elements of love and light. And then we may suggest, if one is willing, to extend in this meditative state one thought to include other selves, events, second-density beings, and constructions of life around one. And understanding how one may become aware as to how they are also made of love and light, how they can be seen and perceived as love and light, and therefore how the self and the other selves or environment around the self may be seen and perceived to be of one in the same vibration. And we may suggest that in a meditative state or in a state of contemplation or prayer that this extended perception of love and light may be helpful in transforming the sense of illusion in your density into one that the illusion is seen as part of a oneness in which you truly live and have your being. In this awareness of the great universality of light and love in creation, some of the harsher aspects of the illusion may soften and even drop away, allowing the power of the love and the light to provide a different perspective, one that may include healing, new pathways to understanding, more joy, more openness, and a kind of trusting that upon your seeker's path as you continue on to understand and accept self and to serve others, you may see and perceive love and light all about you. Seeing that what you call problems, issues, places of vibration not matching, that these things may dissolve, become more diffuse, so that your way may be made easier upon your path of seeking and serving. We are those of Quo, and we have been with this instrument. We now take our leave of this instrument and pass the contact to the one known as Gary. Gary Channeling. We are those known to you as the principle of Quo, and we greet this circle once again through this instrument, who struggles to a degree with a sense of insufficiency. We remind that it is not the assessment precisely of the self, positive or negative, which permits the channeling, but 
the showing up of the self as it is with the willingness, openness, and the proper training in and conduct of tuning and challenging. For it is not by a particular skill that your channel, though indeed it may be called a skill, but rather perhaps can be called a trust. A trust not that you, of your own knowledge, will have a particular response, but rather a trust that if you are to keep vocalizing in a state of being properly tuned, then more will come which is in accordance with that which has sought, and which is altogether coherent and meaningful. To move forward then into this query of the invocation of protection through love and light, we would examine for a moment the nature of your illusion, within which it appears that all things are not love and light. Instead, there are atoms moving about organized in variously complex systems, each seemingly pursuing its own way separate from the rest, whether in cooperation or conflict. Fundamental to this experience is the sense of a separate individual self which has limited resources available to it, most of which are of a material nature and is, as a mortal biological being, quite vulnerable to the physical forces and circumstances about it, and as a psychological being or ego, you might say vulnerable to the impinging psychic forces and circumstances of other beings, that is, for one who dwells not fully, consciously and completely in the love and light of the one creator, and who understands the interconnectedness and indeed unity of all things. Those egos may advance to quite a degree within your illusionary environment such that the defenses and misperceptions of the lower triad of energy centers, which keep the self locked within an individual entity, fall away such that the heart opens and blossoms and the Blu-ray is empowered to share one's beingness and the boundaries become more transparent to the truth of the Creator. Through such an entity may advance far within the illusion. Rare is that entity who may dismantle the veil entirely such that the absolute and the relative and subject and object become one, and all is understood to be moving manifestations of love, light, and self in all creation and destruction. Thus, given that, statistically speaking, the third density entity's predicament is to be as the individual relating to other individuals or a mass of individuals upon a planet composed of separate things and separate forces. There are also circumstances whereby one may invoke love and light as a form of helpful protection. We circle back for a moment to that which was channeled through a previous instrument about examining the necessity and reason for this invocation of love and light. For it is quite possible to invoke these primal energies as a means of guarding against change or that catalyst which, if used, would help the limited self to shed its limitations and discover the unlimited self. But there are quite valid reasons why one may wish to enjoy an increase in protection against perhaps adversarial or oppositional or inimical forces which would disrupt or disease the continued seeking and serving of the one in a balanced and healthy way upon the incarnational path. For metaphor, one may consider the tender third-density body, which visits the arctic regions of your planet. In nearly most cases, awareness at the entity's present level will be insufficient to keep the body warm and the vitals in their proper balance were it to be naked upon the ice sheet in the storm. Though some rare entities could achieve such a feat, for the remainder of your lot it would be quite prudent to come prepared with various levels of insulating protection against those temperature extremes which would be harsh 
and likely fatal to the physical body. Comparable metaphors could be provided for further extrapolation whether it is the entity which travels underwater or works with hazardous chemicals or materials, etc. In a similar way, after the heart has been consulted and the intentions purified such that the self is sure in itself that it is invoking protection in order to preserve and support its journey of service to others and of seeking the one in all things in love and transparency and vulnerability one may conduct ritual internally, externally, or both, in order to request that this primal universal energy be with one, or one's companions, or one's planet, or all beings, indeed such that one can be almost clothed in such energy enhanced, uplifted, their frequency strengthened by such energy. The more polarized and pure the intentions, the stronger the will and faith in the exercise, the stronger will be the vibration of this love and light which is invoked. How does this protection operate? As we had spoken through previous instruments, it is first and foremost in the elevation of the self's awareness and interpretation of circumstance and catalyst such that the misperception that derives from fear, dread, and so forth may be dissipated, such that a truer picture of the moment is revealed to the self. And in this truer picture, this self recognizes its power to love and to accept catalyst that it may learn and grow. This protection may also operate in various ways upon the workings of your illusion. This protection is innate with intelligence, love, and light is the creative principle and its manifestation. It is the energy which was and is and will forever be used to architect and build and destroy and transform and modulate universes and beings. It is that energy which beckons us all onward and upward into greater depths of self-discovery. From that incarnate third density standpoint, to invoke this energy into the moment for the purpose of service to others is to potentially offer the opportunity to creatively modify or modulate a given dynamic or circumstance. We scan this instrument's mind to recall a story that he read about that which is known to you as a genocide which transpired in that country of Rwanda decades ago in your time. A young woman hid in this instrument's memory in her home as the machete-wielding mob stormed in bloodthirsty and seeking the extinguishment of her incarnation for the tribe with which she was identified to them. Having no physical protection against these would-be killers, nor a very secure place to hide, she did the best she could in forming a makeshift, albeit by security standards, poor hiding space, and entered into a state of prayer, wherein she felt connected to God. Somehow, from your third density standpoint, she went undiscovered. In this instrument's memory, she lived to tell the tale of that moment and others and attributed her non-discovery to the prayer she offered and what you might recognize as an invocation of love and light for protection. It was as if she was invisible. Though entities vibrating quite differently entered her vicinity with the intent to harm, a higher energy or consciousness in a way you might say though unsatisfactory for a full description of the situation, created a momentary blindness to their intentions and objects of desire. Who is to say how the invocation of love and light as protection will operate in any given circumstance? For as with any moment, there are unknowably infinite variables and inputs that feed into any given outcome. But as in the case of this entity who held a pure heart, for reasons we cannot articulate through you as channels, she was able to invoke love and light in a protective fashion. At this time, this instrument asks that we move on swiftly to the one known as Jim. We are known 
to you as Quo and thank this circle and this instrument. Jim Channeling, I am Quo and am once again with this instrument. This has been a very inspiring experience for us to be able to utilize each instrument in the framing of the responses to these queries concerning love and light, protection, and the nature of creation. This is what we are sent to do by the Confederation of Planets in the service of the One Infinite Creator, to share this philosophy that is the basis of what you have called the Law of One. We are pleased that we have been able to utilize each instrument this afternoon, this morning, and at all times in the framing of answers to such queries as these. We thank each of you for your conscientiousness and your fastidiousness in service as instruments for these messages. At this time, we shall take our leave of this instrument and this group, leaving each, as always, in the love, in the light of the one infinite creator, Adonai Vasu Boragas. So I love these discussions of love and light from Quo. I have noticed in some experiences where I'll say, I'm sending you all the love and light to someone on Facebook. And I've noticed there are usually one or two people that may come along and sort of make fun of this idea that it's a joke. There's no such thing as love and light. They're all woo woo. And they make fun of people that say, I'm sending my love and light. They make fun of them just like people that say thoughts and prayers, but the key thing I want you to understand, at least based on the Quo material and the Law of One, that love and light are real things. Two sides of the same coin. As we've discussed in other episodes, they can almost be a contradiction in some cases. Love and light can be two different things, but they interact and they're a part of the same thing. They are the basis for all of creation. So every particle, everything around you, the chair that you're sitting in is made up of love and light. This love and light is intelligent and you can program it once you start to understand your interaction with it. Once you enter into the oneness, this love and light that flows through your body is the same love and light that makes up all of the environment around you. And it's intelligent and you can use it in a variety of ways and it can become a form of protection from negative entities and negative situations. If you invoke the love and light, don't just do it for yourself. You can send this to your family, to your friends, and you can protect them as well. You can invoke love and light for the planet. I try to do that. I don't do it as often as I should, but I try to do it every day and try to send love and light to the entire planet. doesn't matter who, but everybody gets some. If you do that, and if we all did that together, I believe strongly that the planet would change and get better and better every second we are on the pinnacle on the forefront of reaching a point where this is a provable thing they're going to go on abc news and say tonight scientists have proven that love and light exists and you can program it maybe not in our lifetimes but there's going to be a point in the future where this is acknowledged just like it's acknowledged that we have gravity that we have a sun that we go around right Everything that we're talking about may sound way spiritual, but it's not. It's a real thing. We know if we discuss The Secret of Light by Walter Russell that light is what makes up all substance. And love is the activating ingredient that combines with light to create this density and all the densities that we're in. 
So understanding this interplay of love and light is what we're learning all the way through billions of years of densities and levels of consciousness and experience. And it is important. Obviously, this fundamental basis of creation is a part of what the Creator wants us to understand and even manipulate at some point. So if you're in a situation, I'm speaking to people that may be in in a war type setting, send love and light. Send love and light and watch how you're protected. If you're in a scary situation where bombs are dropping, invoke the love and light protection. There's a great example. The example that I'm hearing here is from the book Left to Tell, Discovering God Amidst the Rwandan Holocaust by Immaculee Ilibagaza. It's a great book. I totally recommend it. The idea is it doesn't matter what horrible situation that you're in. You're in the middle of a genocide and you're hiding in a ditch. You can call upon this love and light. And if you do it, as they say here, with a pure heart, same thing that Neville says, with a pure heart, meaning that it's done not to entirely benefit you or anything like that, but just pure heart intention. And when I say that, we could spend a whole episode defining what the pure heart is, but you know what it is. You know what it is. So if you can utilize this, you can create a powerful situation in which you create protection. Protection, they use the metaphor, it was the same thing as if you're in the Arctic and you need a coat to protect yourself. We, we need these protections. We're interacting with energies all the time, they're influencing us and we can start to use them and the veil removes our understanding of these energies and we don't really understand so we're blind to what's going on. By invoking this love and light, we can protect ourselves along this path. So I would love to get your feelings of using love and light as protection or any ways of using love and light, what it means to you and how you invoke love and light. Please put it in the comments. Share your own experiences with this and what you think it means to you. You can find all episodes of The Reality Revolution at therealityrevolution.com. And welcome to The Reality Revolution.